Warning. Anime Out of Context contains spoilers, explicit language, and general tomfoolery. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic, and you should not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I have to keep watching this crap till death do us part. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, this is a kind of a special episode for us. One that, frankly, I thought would take much longer to come. Uh, much like most things in your life, Remington, it comes a lot quicker than you expect. Ain't that the truth, but I accept you the way you are, and... <laughs> 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 so today we actually have a special recommendation from two people. Very much so. These two lovely people and a couple others, uh, we appreciate you recommending the show to us, but Kira and Andrew specifically are being mentioned because, Remington, they're getting married. They're getting married the day that this is going up, and they have a specific recommendation. They listen to our podcast, they both enjoy our podcast, and so they wanted a very specific anime done on their wedding day, which is just adorable. Yeah, and one other person recommended the specific anime today as well, but uh, no offense, man, but I appreciate you, but... It's not your special day, goddammit. Yeah. Unless it is. If you happen to be getting married on this day, then send us an email, and then we will we will adjust it. But for now, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so shove it. <laughs> but we still love you. Please don't hate us. <laughs> But so in in special in special settings we are doing this for Kira and Andrew. It's their special day and oh boy, I hope that it's something good because otherwise I'm going to break their hearts on their wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you don't have to worry too much about it, Remington, because the hilarious thing is, uh, I think they're very much aware of the quality of show that we're going to be talking about oh, today. Oh, God, that means it's... Okay, so what this means is it's going to be something of a similar nature to, like, a Sword Art Online, where it has quite a lot of fans, but at the same time, a lot of even those fans know that it's bad. But the problem is, some of those fans don't know how bad it is. And don't get me wrong, they listen to our podcast, they're great people, I don't think they would be that silly, but I'm worried. <laughs> I don't want the biggest disappointment of their wedding day to be my opinions. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the biggest disappointment of their wedding day will be when we actually show up. <laughs> yeah, we, were, we were actually invited to the wedding, which is incredible. By the time they're listening to it, we'll be there too, and we'll be saying hi, and that'll be weird. Uh, so, hi. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Uh, it's a bit delayed for you guys, but we hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, wasn't that great, the thing we talked about earlier? It was really enjoyable, in my opinion. Oh, man, it was, it's so funny, the thing that by the time you're listening, we've already talked about, but by the time we're recording, we've yet to talk about. Oh, isn't don't, it weird? Don't spoil the magic, Remington. They don't know that. <laughs> All right, so... What exactly are we jumping into for Kira and Andrew on their special day? Well, Remington, this is actually a bit of a special anime for me as well. Oh, God. That means it's bad. Okay, first <laughs> of all... No, it does not. I've shown you plenty of good things, as I have told you 
multiple times. Is this something from your past? Maybe. Okay, so it's bad. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> from the man who enjoyed sword art online and fairy tale in the past, I don't really trust young Sean's opinions. I hardly trust now Sean's opinions. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's not like you trust young Remington's opinions. In fact, I'd say some of your opinions when from you were younger were much worse. I mean, but when it comes to anime, like the one opinion that I had was Death Note was good, and it is. So... So far, I agree with my old opinions far more than I agree with your old opinions. Hey, at least my old opinions are uh, located only to media. Your old opinions are located to daily life occurrences, and that's... Uh... Oh, no, those aren't my old opinions. I'm still a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so why does this have a connection with you, Sean? Because uh, believe it or not, this was actually the first uh, anime I ever did a cosplay from myself. Oh, God, you're such a weeb. Okay, so there's going to be some bland bitch protagonist that you thought was really cool, and it's going to be some bullshit like Black Clover. <laughs> First of all, no, I never liked anything exactly like Black Clover. I don't know, man. You liked Sword Art Online. Yeah, but I quickly got out of that. Oh. And Fairy Tale just has a soft spot for me because of my childhood growing up with it. All right, so you cosplayed as this because you're a weeb, which means that it's not new by any means. No, no, no. Actually, the anime itself first aired in the fall of 2006. Oh, so it's in the ancient time. Yes, back way before anime was mostly just incest and titties. But it's also, yes, it's it's in the ancient times, but it's before the dark times of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Hilariously enough, Remington, 2006 is uh, one of those years in anime that people consider to be one of the best years for anime. Uh, the biggest ones tend to be 2006, 2007, and 2011. And most recently, a lot of people are adding 2018 to that list. We've talked about it in the past. But as far as anime coming out in those uh, years go, there have been some really high-quality, really well-done programs and shows. And do they cite this specific anime as one of the reasons for that? Some do. Mm, <laughs> that's not a good answer. I mean, it's got an 8.14 on mouth. And that's really high, but at the same time, I don't trust the ratings of the weebs. <laughs> the ratings of the weebs. That's my favorite uh, Jane Austen book. <laughs> She it was she was getting really experimental around that time. Yeah, it was towards the end of her career, but really it has just the right amount of emotional drama in it. Oh, jeez. Okay, so if it's in this era, I'm going to take a guess that it's going to be shonen. Yep. I'm going to guess that you're going to have a few main characters. I just think it's going to be real tropey. I don't think anything original came from that era. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Rev. You've got it backwards. <laughs> Most of the tropes came from this era. Exactly, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they originated the bullshit I don't like. <laughs> Uh, hilariously enough, though, this anime does have a lot of unique aspects to it that made a lot of people really invested in the series and enjoyed it uh, on a deeper level. Uh, it's the fact that it's shonen does not instill in me hope, but for the sake of Kira and Andrew, I'm going to try to remain as optimistic for as long as I can. I mean, it's edgy shonen. Uh, that tends to be a little bit better. I like edgy, don't like etchy. It's mostly edgy. Okay, listen here. <laughs> <laughs> There's very little etchy stuff in this show, thankfully. Oh, thank God. Like, All right, I do tend to like a little bit of edge if it's done well. It's done. It's done. Okay. Well, <laughs> shit. Okay, so this is 
continuing down this hole. All right, tell me more about it, Sean. Well, uh, just to clarify, Remington, the character I cosplayed from it was not a main character. He was oh. literally a comedic side character because, let's be real, in the grand scheme of things, I'm just a comedic side character. You're the comedic side character. I'm the waifu. These are the roles we are born to play, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Does that mean I have a proclivity to being killed? Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. Let's face it, Sean. In the anime of our lives, you're getting offed. Oh, God. God, I hope it's a slice of life, so that's not as likely. <laughs> then you'll just get forgotten about. Oh, rude. You'll you'll be mentioned again in the finale as like, oh yeah, no, there you're still a thing. Yeah, I'll be I'll it'll cut up to the uh to the sky and it'll just be like a silhouette of me in the clouds just smiling and giving you a thumbs up down below as you're with your one true love. Yeah, when I'm with whoever the protagonist is, it'll be great. Yeah, because none of us could be protagonists. No, Let's be no, real. No. no, no, no. We we have our roles. <laughs> And that's just conveniently to the side. <laughs> All right, so you were uh, just a comedic side character. Were you Were you Krillin and were doing DBZ? No. Which DBZ obviously came out in 2006. Your timelines are rather <laughs> fucky, my dude. I don't know, anime. I, I don't, obviously, I would. it would be impossible for me to guess what this is. Uh, yeah, I don't think you've heard of it. If you have, I'd be impressed. If not, eh, it's not that important. Uh, but, uh, this, sh uh, the comedic side character I, I cosplayed was literally the guy who fixes their gear and is the leader of the organization and may or may not have a sister complex. Oh, God. No, Sean. But it's not like a sexy sister complex. This is how it comes out. It's more like a, this is my sister and if you touch her, I will kill you type of complex. Uh-huh. Which led to some good comedy moments, especially in cosplay scenarios. I, I don't, okay. Things are looking real grim. Okay, so he's only, not that important of a character if it makes you feel better thank god what what about the main characters or the main premise what's going on all right so the show we're going to be talking about today remington is one t titled uh d gray man <laughs> what <laughs> yeah no it's the letter d period gray man i have never heard of this even tangentially yeah it's a bit more of a, a niche well i'd say niche i'd say uh, it's very hipster, Remington. I'm going to be afraid. Oh, afraid God. Of, of course you would do it. Of course this would be an early cosplay because you used to be a hipster weeb. I did not used to be a hipster weeb. You are still a hipster weeb, okay, Sean. Okay, first of all, no, <laughs> I am not. 100% you are a hipster and you are a weeb, and I imagine that you are also a hipster when it comes to weeby things. That is so not How many things have I talked about with you that are completely mainstream in terms of people liking them. I mean, you say that like I have my finger on the pulse of mainstream weebery, and that is just not the case. If anything, my <laughs> opinions have coincided with yours more often than they have the general populace. I don't know, man. I'd like to see a graph about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sword Art Online is one of the most popular anime of its time period. But everyone knows that it's bad, or at least most people. Most reasonable people, but that doesn't stop people from loving it and making more of it. Please stop Tite Kubo I know you don't speak English or if you do you don't listen to our show but if you happen to be please stop <laughs> just a personal request all right but back to D gray man Good yep. old, he, don't he, even don't even ask what it means because I don't know he's gray and he's got the D D gray man nope no is there it's not about like gray man no is it about a colorful man not really no is it about the color gray uh, I mean I 
suppose his hair could be considered gray, but I think it's more like a white silvery color. Okay, D. <laughs> Full question. <laughs> uh, not for me, no thanks. All right, so what exactly is it about? I'm going to guess that it's basically the trope of it's going to be a band. It's essentially, I'm, I'm imagining the X-Men. X-Men, except instead of X, it's D-Gray. <laughs> that's, that's what I have in my mind right now. And what that means, who knows? <laughs> you can't just make a statement and a comparison without actually knowing what the hell you're talking about. And yet we'll see how accurate I am. Uh, you're kind of accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, but it's not so much about mutants, unfortunately. No, but they're all going to have crazy wacky powers, and they're yeah, all going to yeah, come yeah. together. It's going to be the same old bullshit. Well, kind of, but not really. Okay, what is it? All right, so D. Gray Man. The... It's complicated, but oh, simple. God. Okay, here we go. It's complicated because it's got that edgy flair to it. So first, the thing you have to understand is, or the first fact it proses to you, is that the human soul is a thing. Okay, that's very common in media, so that's Yeah, fine. yeah. So it's an actual physical thing that it, it does persist and is released after death. Okay, is this an afterlife thing? Partially. Okay. How about I just read you the synopsis? That might make yeah, it Yeah, that'll be clearer. easier. Losing a loved one is so painful that one may sometimes wish to be able to resurrect them. First of all, there's a problem <laughs> with this sentence. <laughs> it was poorly written. I mean, yeah, clearly. <laughs> all right, so here's what happens. An anime protagonist has someone they love die because they're an anime protagonist, and that's the only option they have in this world. I uh, mean, that's not where the show starts. Oh, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that's not the starting point. No, not exactly. Um, and this is a weakness that the enigmatic Millennium Earl exploits. Millennium Earl! Yep. Good God, that is simultaneously the best and worst name I've ever heard. And I'll tell you right now, the Millennium Earl's character design is the most eclectic thing I have uh, seen in my young life. Okay, so Earl, do you mean that in like the royal sense and the noble sense, or do you mean that in like, my name is Earl? Mostly the former, but <laughs> this guy... <laughs> The Millennium Earl, he is, he's a character, let's say. I think you'll love his design, but overall you won't be a fan. Okay. Because he just looks stupid, but it's great. Uh, and he exploits this uh, weakness to make his mechanical weapons known as Akuma, or demons is the is the translation devil or demon is akuma so, so he wait huh he sticks souls into robots and has them kill people oh okay that makes a lot more sense yeah yeah it's just a lot of jargon but it, basically souls into akuma to make uh, weapons that kill people all right gotcha easy enough uh once a soul is placed in an akuma however uh it is trapped forever and the only way to save them uh quote unquote and that's the that's the big that's the big double g you say double g it's only one G. There's no two. There's not two G's in God. Um, <laughs> Good God, motherfuckers. That's how you know it's serious uh, when he stutters. <laughs> so I go to the Church of Urkel. Sorry. <laughs> I I do have a slight fear, and that it's that Millennium Earl sounds vaguely familiar to me, and I don't know why. I can't imagine how it would sound familiar, man. If you've never heard of the anime, but maybe when you see him, you'll be like, "Oh, I've seen this motherfucker before." Because because he is unique. Okay, all right. So uh, continue with the synopsis. Yes. Once a soul is placed in an Akuma, it is trapped forever, and the only way to save them is to exercise them from the vessel using the anti-Akuma weapon, 
simply known as Innocence. Okay. Remember when I said this is a bit of an edgy show? Yeah, okay, this is this is trying really, really hard. Maybe it'll be redeemed, he says. Yes. With hope, but no determination. And after spending three years as the disciple of a General Cross, don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, our main character, Alan Walker, is sent to the Black Order. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which is an organization comprised of those willing to fight the Akuma and the Millennium Earl in order to become an official exorcist. Okay. It's going the Helsing Ultimate route of edgy, and that's not my type of edgy, unfortunately. This is shaping up to be an oof. Don't get me wrong, Kieran Andrew. Love ya, but uh, oof. With an arm as his innocence and a cursed eye that can see the suffering souls within an Akuma. Uh, of course he has a fucking cursed eye. It's up to Alan and his fellow exorcists to stop the Millennium Earl's ultimate plot. One that can lead to the destruction of the world. By the way, we never really get to know his ultimate plot in, in most of the anime. Oh, it goes the Sword Art Online route of the big bad. Oh, I I don't know why I'm doing what Oh, I'm no, doing. no, it's not like that. It's just the anime never got to that point. <laughs> 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 I mean, it kind of did, but... Not really. It's very chaotic evil from what I remember. And I'm not gonna, I didn't, I'll be honest. I did not rewatch the entire uh, show for my research this time around. And I have a good reason for that. Oh? Uh, because it's, you know, oh, I don't know. Um, there's about, uh, I just lost the episode total. Oh yeah, there's, there's about, ooh. 116 episodes. Oh, Jesus, that's far too many episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, to the point where uh, when it wrapped up uh, the last season it did, it uh, was canceled for about six years. Good. And then got re uh, brought back. Ungood. Uh, to continue the story. And uh, unfortunately, it did poorly, and it, that also got canceled. Uh, and then the manga still went ongoing. I don't know how it turned out from there. I didn't even watch the 13-episode uh, thing that came out. The only thing I know is that it did really well uh, for fans because they dropped the uh, Shonen PG-13 rating and dropped it up to a more adult R rating. Okay, so 116 episodes, which is too many. How many of those are we gonna watch? Uh, now for the lovely bride and groom, I thought it would be a nice thing to oh. give them as many episodes as possible. Oh, Jesus. But I'm gonna be honest, Ram. <laughs> to get to any of the really good stuff in this show, and there is a lot of good stuff in the show, uh, it'll take two fucking long i'm only going to show you a couple episodes of it man i, oh, I, I can't rewatch it because while i loved this show when i was younger it um it, it's fairy tale basically it's edgy fairy tale for me which is a problem uh it was one of the first things i cosplayed from of i have plenty of fond memories from it i enjoyed did you the cosplay as the millennium earl <laughs> no did you cosplay as did you cosplay as the like centennial joshua <laughs> <laughs> the centennial What's the matter with you, Remington? I know, I know we've been doing this show for a while now, but I feel like I need to check in. Are you okay? <laughs> no! I've been stuck doing this for over a year, Sean. My mental state has steadily degraded with every week we've done this shit. We're supposed to be providing a quality product, and you give me Centennial Joshua? <laughs> Most people won't even realize Joshua is a thing other than a name. That's just, that's just who I am. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. 
God. Let's move on. I'm losing it. Uh, I say you have already <laughs> lost it. All right. So we got the shonen bullshit. We got Alan. And Alan, he's going to try to big the biggest, spookiest dude around. And he probably finds a team. And he finds a girl. And he got the psychic character. And they're all part of the organization. And maybe they're all practicing to becoming it. And then they'll be the veteran. And then they'll be the traitor within the organization who either is going to be a half-handed traitor, sort of like Snape, or he's going to be a full-on traitor who pretends he's good for way too long, which we all know he will be the traitor, and it's going to do one of those things, and they're all going to get continually closer, but at the same time, so many of the fights will mean absolutely nothing, and so many times they'll just be wandering around in fucking circles doing absolutely nothing, because if they solve the fucking plot, then they don't have anything to tell. Less Harry Potter, more X-Men. Because, <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, you're kind of spot on with the X-Men analogy, uh, because it is literally a bunch of dudes uh, that have connection to these weapons that are called innocence. Uh, there are different types, and all they do is provide special abilities, enabling the user to easily, or well, not so much easily, but to kill the uh, Akuma and exercise them and hopefully get to the point of defeating the Millennium Earl. It's very episodic, and they go to a place, they fight the things there, they uh, get a little stronger, they move on, uh, uh, something big happens, uh, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, more plot develops, more drama ensues, uh, and ultimately crescendos at some, you know, your typical big epic shonen battle scenes, and they make more and more progress towards fighting the guy. But I'll be honest, I dropped out right after the anime itself ended because I had other things to do with my time. And uh, during uh, this anime itself was really entertaining at the time. It was really fun. It was really interesting. But my God, did it drag on in a lot of awkward places to the point where I wanted to kill myself, but that's besides the point. I Yeah, I am not optimistic so far. I might enjoy it. I've been surprised before, but uh, there some, it's not sounding good. There are some cool fight scenes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how I ultimately feel about those. Is there anything else I need to know before we jump right into it, John? I mean, the main character's weapon is literally his arm that turns into a giant robot arm that is kind of stretchy and can occasionally <laughs> turn into a sword and occasionally a gun. Oh, God. And okay. occasionally other things. And... Okay, so they're just indecisive. Neat. Well, it's more like... It, the idea is that it's malleable and it can go, grow stronger with them and their powers and such. But the, here's the thing, Remington. I, I'm well aware that this show is pretty bad and... Uh... Try to look for the positives, Remington. There's some good positive. There's some emotional moment. There's some decent characters. Shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. For, for Kira and Andrew, for the lovely couple, I'm going to try to find at least three good things on the other side. At least three. Okay, good, uh, because we're going to have to jump straight into it, and uh, Kira and Andrew, thank you so much, and if this is the episode that gets you to drop us, I'm so sorry. It was a good run. <laughs> it was cute. I mean, they listened to us together as a couple. That's adorable. That's a great. Uh, we'll miss you dearly. <laughs> but until then, uh, let's go watch some D. Gray Man. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five total episodes of the hit 2006 anime, D. Grey Man. Remington, 
I've seen you in brighter places in my life, that's for certain. I have the three good things. <laughs> Do but you? I, I, I did struggle to come up with them, if I'm being honest. But the point is, Remington, you found three good positive things to say about the show so that our lovely, lovely couple will at least appreciate the effort you put into in reviewing this show. Oh, it took effort, all right. Lots, lots of willpower. Oh, Remington, it wasn't that bad. It was really bad. Oh, come on, Remington. We've seen much worse out there. I mean, just because we've seen much worse, sure, there are many worse stories than someone being torn apart by a tiger after being cheated on by their wife after dealing with crippling alcoholism. There's worse, but that's still pretty fucking bad. Have you been following our editor's MySpace? <laughs> but, Remington, this was a, uh, was and still is a fairly well-reviewed and well-rated show. Why? There's some shows that I'm like, okay, I understand that it's popular, and especially if it's like, okay, it's in the higher seven-point-somethings, and even though I don't like it, I understand why it's there. This is not one of those. It's it's in the... You're right, it's not. It's rated as an 8.14. That is way too much. That is way, way too much. Why? Why? Because when this show came out, it was incredibly popular, and it was a style of shonen that didn't really fully exist at this point. It was dark, it was edgy, it had an interesting power system, it had a some really fun character designs that cosplayers love to emulate. Uh, I should know because I was part of a cosplay group for it at one point in my life. Yeah, you were a character that had like five lines, which is more than most, so... <laughs> Well, he has way more lines later on in the show. Hey, he had some of the most developed character work in the entire thing that I've seen so far. Though that isn't saying much. But Remington, this show is specifically chosen by a couple that is looking forward to their special day and they wanted to share something that they both love and enjoy with you. And, and on their special day of love, I wish them all the best. However, I personally am filled with nothing but loathing in distress. <laughs> and you're going to go to their wedding just filled with loathing and distress? I don't think that's the most uh, healthy approach to a, you know, a happy union. I don't think this show is the is the best approach towards a healthy union because this show is terrible and I don't understand how they can like it. I I appreciate them and I love them, but I don't understand their taste because what? This show it was and is still a very popular program. Is it dated by today's standards? Yes, so much. Oh my god. Yes, a million times. But is there still good stuff in it? Oh. Three. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than three good things in this show, uh, Remington. I don't know. <laughs> You've only seen five episodes, and the thing with old school shonen is you really need to commit to a show before it gets really good. Or just watch something good instead. <laughs> That's been my long-term solution for all shonen that start out terribly. Don't waste your time. Fuck, go see a good movie or something if you'd like. But Remington, people do love this show. The people that did stick with this show found something really special and really enjoyable and well worth the time. And there was none of that in the first two and a half hours. Only an hour and a half. About 20 minutes per episode. Okay, I, I if we're being super semantic about it, then sure, okay, about an hour and 40 minutes, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, 
no, there was plenty of good things to talk about in the first five episodes. Just the really good stuff happens, like, uh, from my most recent recollection, 13 episodes in. Jesus Christ. That is too much of a commitment to deal with hyper-edgy Harry Potter knockoff bullshit than I would like to commit to. Harry Potter? What do you mean, Harry Potter? You got a main character. He's got a lightning bolt-shaped scar on his face. He's got a golden snitch following him around. He is the chosen boy. Come on. It writes itself. If it wrote itself, then it wouldn't have been canceled, Remington. If it wrote itself, it might be a better show. But unfortunately, this is the only the work of people who meticulously work to make things terrible. That's the only solution I can solve from this. 8.14, Remington. Look at all of those people who are terribly wrong. That's over about, uh, according to these numbers, and there is sample bias, we have to consider that, but that's still over 180,000 users. That rated at, at a minimum of about seven or higher. And they're so wrong. They're so wrong. All 180,000. I want all of those 180,000 weeps to know. If you listen to our podcast, I appreciate you. However, you're so wrong. Okay, fine. Then let's get into it, Remington. Why is this show bad? Or rather, let's start with one of your good points so that you're not as salty throughout the rest. All right. Point number one that's good. They had some cute stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> they, they had a cute cat which they murdered, and then they had cute elephants for like three seconds, and there was an almost sort of cute punching bag man? I believe he was supposed to be a balloon ghost type of thing. But sure, yeah. he was almost cute. <laughs> That's your the, first yeah, those th I, I wanted to make those three my whole three points, but you wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Because you can't just take cute things and spread it out over a list. This isn't our, it's you know... the only thing that filled me with joy in this show, Sean. This isn't our review episode we do every, like, 25 episodes where you can do that kind of bullshit. Which, by the way, next time we do that, you're not allowed to lump together the sister fucking Damn. or the monster etchy stuff. Damn. You have to actually parse them out individually, you cheating piece of shit. Oh, uh, so my first one, it just had some cute stuff. That's the whole note, possibly my favorite thing about the whole five episodes we fucking saw. But you didn't like Tim Campy? No, why? A lot of people think he's adorable. How is he? He's a golden snitch. Cool. Yeah, a little flying golden dude with a tail and little sharp teeth. It's adorable. No, if, if you want that similar concept, then you need to go all the way back to Gundam Seed for those little orb bullshits. That, those were surprisingly adorable. However, this, no. No, the golems, no. No, no. People love them, man. Another opinion that I strongly disagree with. I've seen people uh, running around with plushies of Tim Campy, actually. No, it's fine to have a plushie. You can be charmed by it. It's just not that cute. Well, they think it's cute. <laughs> Well, fair enough, Remington. So let's really get into it. Why do you think this is such a bad show? First of all, and this will hit you like a brick immediately when you start watching, it is so edgy. And not in a self-aware way, not even in an interesting or captivating way where it's dark, but it's a dark realism. It is your hot topic edge. It is, hey, look, if you are 13 and you're all into dark anti-authoritarian bullshit, this is your kind of thing. So 14-year-old Sean is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, 14-year-old Sean or my girlfriend who used to love this show. She is also a weeb. 
she used to be super edgy, used to adore it. It just, if you're young and edgy, this is the ideal. And that's the end of your thought? Just the young and edgy ideal? I mean, yeah, because that's so much is that it's just edge with no substance. The characters, well, as we get to point number two that I thought was good, the character designs were interesting and memorable usually. They aren't the most interesting or the most memorable, but they, they're above average. They were a, a cosplayer's group's wet dream in a lot of ways. Uh, the the complicated yet simple uniform with enough individual uh, with enough individuality between the different characters to make them recognizable from a distance, as well as the interesting weapons that they get to use from time to time. You know, that's pretty fun character design, I'd say. Yeah, it, it's above average. Didn't adore it, but I can recognize its merits. But nonetheless, even though the characters had decent design, oh boy, their development and personalities were basically non-existent and that was an oof they had moments they had moments where they were going to exhibit something but for the vast majority they were just overwhelming tropes that i have seen a million times over already but remington this was from the area where those tropes were being first introduced oh yeah let me tell you how original edgy asshole who doesn't give a shit about anyone else is he's just sasuke part two and no i'm not talking about Alan. Uh, Alan is another bland bitch protagonist. He's not the blandest, he's not the bitchiest, but he's definitely still a bland bitch protagonist. Oh, but Remington, you haven't even heard his dark and tragic backstory yet. I don't give a shit. It's just fairy tale. Everyone has a scar. Because this show is just, if you took fairy tale and then like Helsing Ultimate and you smushed them together, and that is not a compliment from either of those. Because <laughs> you hated both shows. <laughs> They're both so bad. So it makes perfect sense that when you combine them to create this abomination, that I also hate it. And another thing, another thing that frustrated me to no end. So it gets all sort of these different buzzwords, these specific terms that it likes to use, right? It is filled to the brim with all of these terms. But here's the thing, Sean. Jargon is not the same as world building. I've ranted about this a little bit before, but I think it's important to reemphasize just because you have hyper-specific terms for things doesn't mean you have created an interesting world. Just because it's basically nonsensical if you haven't seen it in so much of the dialogue because of their hyper-specific hyper references to different things within the world that you have arbitrarily named one thing or another, that doesn't mean that it's deep. That doesn't mean that it's captivating. Sure, that provides an in-the-know language for the weebs who watch it and adore it so they can talk all about it and feel like they're in the in-group, but nonetheless, that doesn't excuse the, quite frankly, terrible job that it did when it was creating the world. What are you saying? Are you saying that the exorcists using the power of innocence to fight the d weaponized Akuma in order to stop them before they grow too high in level and of hopefully eventually one day defeat the Millennium Earl while finding all of the remnants of the cube of innocence? Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, exactly that, 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 that about sums up my whole problem with that. <laughs> uh, 
so basically everything I said makes no goddamn sense unless you've seen the show. Yeah, which is annoying because people who've seen the show, they they feel like, yeah, I'm in the in-group. I understand because that's how jargon works. But I feel like so often, and we've had this problem before, shows will decide that if they have jargon, then they have a deep world. Look at all of these specific terms we use. That means we're deep. That means we're unique. That means there's something there, right? And it just doesn't. So not only do we not have much of a world here besides what is blatantly given in exposition dump after exposition dump every single goddamn episode we saw had at least one far too deep exposition dump on shit that didn't matter oh what are you talking about remington what about the deep impactful emotional story of the uh three episode arc of their first mission you know with the doll <laughs> and the guy okay, okay. And... Let, let's you know let, let's start a li little bit sooner than that and, and then we'll get to that point. So it's all about Alan Walker, right, Sean? Yes. It's all about Alan Walker, who it starts out and it shows him to be wildly incompetent, where he attacks a police officer thinking that they're a demon, and then he gets trapped by the police officer immediately without fully realizing it, all in the span of the first minute, which shows just how wildly incompetent and stupid Alan is. And then the other police officer gets eaten by a demon. It doesn't fucking matter. Nothing matters because the show immediately tells you that death is fine don't worry about it. it'll it'll tell you that it's important it'll tell you that but it won't show you that it won't make you feel the importance of any of the deaths so far and there have been plenty rather it just happens everybody is red shirts especially the finders and we'll get to them in a moment too and so he decides he's, he wants to be an exorcist so he goes and he goes to exorcist academy and it's not an academy, but it's just the group. It's and the X-Men. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's the X-Men. And so he goes there, and immediately the door is like, you're cursed. And the door was a fine character, though. I don't <laughs> understand it. <laughs> 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 For anybody who hasn't seen it, they got a little bit confused there, which reemphasizes my earlier point. <laughs> Wait a <laughs> Are you telling me that your favorite character... Not my favorite, but one of the only decent ones? Is the giant door sentry <laughs> yes. face that's like an Easter Island head? Yes! That, because he had personality! He existed! He showed that he wasn't just the single dimension that everyone else is on in this world. But he's a door. I know! <laughs> And so Alan gets there, and then Sasuke comes and now, attacks him. Now, 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 you can't call him Sasuke. That's not his name. That's very rude of you, Remington. <laughs> okay, Kanda, who is Sasuke, he shows up, sort of tries to attack Alan. It doesn't matter, because nothing matters anymore. I mean, he injured his arm. Okay, and it was fixed basically immediately. Neat. And they go, and they give a whole bunch of exposition dump about that, frankly, which none of it I gave a shit about because at that point I was already done and tuned out and I don't give a shit about your long drawn out history if you're just going to do it in the style of a history textbook. Who gives a fuck? Some people obviously did. Otherwise they wouldn't have made 111 episodes and then another... 111! 
laughing? Uh, I might actually be a little shy on that, because they made 13 episodes when they came back to the series, which unfortunately got canceled in Blu-ray release, so it's not likely that's ever going to get continued. You're telling me there are over 100 episodes of this bullshit? 116 total, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, okay. So meanwhile, you have some things that they give exposition on that just don't even matter. Like there was uh, one girl's sister who was getting married and had died, but then her husband had been possessed. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. And it's just shown that nothing is really an issue for the main character. And then they get on their first story arc. And oh, oh, look who's assigned the job together. We have Alan and Conda. But wait, they hate each other, don't Hey, what a coincidence! It also didn't help that they were the literally the only two exorcists at the facility at the time, so... Because reasons. And so they go, and then, and then they find the, the, there are these two other characters who don't fucking matter, even though it tries really hard to make them matter in these three episodes. Hey now, Toma is very important. Is that the name? That's Which the is... finder. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh... The, the Finder is okay. He's like the red shirt you know. Because Finders, they're part of the exorcist group, but they're not exorcists themselves. They go and they find the Millennium Pieces, just like Yu-Gi-Oh!, and so they go and they find that, I guess, and they usually die. And Kanda was real disrespectful to that. And I don't understand why other than you have to frame that he's an asshole. And so they go and they're with a finder. They find two other characters where it's a, a, a dude and a girl and bullshit about being a doll and nobody gives a fuck. The idea was that the uh, piece of innocence, as it's called, uh, not millennia stuff no 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 you're thinking of the millennium earl who is the bad guy this is different oh no no i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry this is just golden artifacts written in an ancient language from an ancient civilization that feels pretty fucking egyptian given the writing that it showed so it just happens that it's golden golden egyptian artifacts with magical powers that a guy named millennium earl wants to get to destroy though it's different yeah he wants to destroy why does he want to destroy it? Because fuck you, don't worry about it. That is actually the uh, true and whole reason because of it. Because then he can't be stopped if there's none of that. Uh, which, which also, I have a question. So, it was explained, it was explained that like Noah's Ark, that whole story, happened more or less because of Millennium Earl and they were banishing him and shit was hitting the fan, right? Yep. And so, it's shown, especially with it talking about being in the clergy and all of this religious talk and all this talk about heaven it's heavily implied that there is a religious element to everything that they're doing correct yeah and so it's reasonable to think that in this world there's likely a god correct i mean probably why the fuck is he letting the millennium earl do this which also is just a good question for real life problem of evil but in a non-philosophical sense and more of just a story sense here what the fuck god <laughs> <laughs> Why are you letting Earl do this? Uh, <laughs> Yahweh, 
Yahweh, you're supposed to protect us from Earl. Why? Why are you so why are you so rude? And then we end up all as Job letting Millennium fucking Earl take control of everything. Why is he doing it? Cause, just cause. Not even for like a Satan reason, but just a shitty Joker reason, but less developed. And sure, he has an interesting character design. He's basically like the mayor from Nightmare on Christmas, combined with Oogie Boogie from Nightmare on Christmas, combined with like Paris Fashion Week flamboyant buoyant fashion senses it's just these things mashed into one but we have not seen him do anything of note so i don't give a fuck about him but 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 i did say i was gonna say three good things we're getting to my third oh really we're getting to my third good thing you actually came up with a third i did i struggled but i did uh the third the third good thing ish the, the the villains were sort of interesting at least the two that have sort of mattered up to this point ish <laughs> I'm sorry, could you clarify on that at all? Uh, the the Joker Akuma, as well as the Millennium Earl-ish, are sort of okay? Huh. You know, I, I have something <laughs> that I can tell you that will tilt you to the extreme. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, by the end of the 111 episodes of, you know, the first run of this show, uh, you know who the final boss is of that run? Is it not the Millennium Earl? Oh, no, don't be ridiculous. It, it, is it the Joker Akuma? No, 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 he's dead as fuck. Oh, thank God, I was, I was gonna be real. I was going to be real tilted if it was like a fucked up JoJo situation. No, 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 no. You're on the right path, though. Uh, rather than, you know, the big bad boss, Millennium Earl, it's uh, just a higher level Akuma. What the fuck? Uh, spoiler alert, guys, but it's, it's a level uh, three, I think. Just a level three? Maybe it was four. I can't remember. Yeah, it's because they years. have fucking levels. They evolve like goddamn Pokemon. You got to catch all the Akuma because all of the level ones, they look the exact same. They're just gun pods with real shitty aim. They can't, they shoot machine guns, but they really fucking suck. Unless you're a red shirt, and then you're gonna be murdered immediately. But if you're at all important, we're doing Star Wars rules in this bitch. <laughs> Have you, you haven't even seen Star Wars. No, but I know the rules, Sean. <laughs> uh. The rules go... As the billions of shots are flying by your face, not a single one will hit you if you're a protagonist. And it's just another one of those shitty shonen where there are too many flashbacks, there's too many exposition dumps, there's not enough character development, no relationship building, the world building is hyper inadequate, nothing is interesting, and there's no emotional reality to anything they do. Nothing they do has stakes or consequences, because obviously they're they're not going to get hurt. The protagonists have plot armor up the yin-yang. And meanwhile, all of the other characters, it tries to build up in 20 minutes and pretends that it's a meaningful, impactful, sorrowful moment, but it's just fucking not, Sean. These are not emotional moments. Oh, you get the doll girl and she's singing a lullaby to her lost whoever the fuck. I don't care. I've just met these people. The only thing you've told me is an exposition dump. Why should I give a shit and it doesn't answer that question it doesn't tell you why you should care it just says look at the spectacle and that's my problem with so many shonen it doesn't give a shit about any emotional reality whether that be comedic or whether that be emotional whether it be heart-wrenching or whether that be uplifting it doesn't give a shit it only cares about the aesthetic the spectacle of the thing which is fine but i'll be honest if there's no emotional reality i don't give 
give a shit. So it doesn't matter how pretty you are, how many explosions or lasers you can shoot at people. I don't care. But Remington, what if I told you that that doll storyline later on becomes a very important key to the plot? It'll be ham-fisted as everything else has been. Oh, I'm lying. It doesn't. I'm just telling <laughs> oh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but of course. Yeah, no, no. It's literally just a one-off story that's meant to tug at your heartstrings uh, poorly, albeitly, uh, in order to get you uh, attached to the main characters in a weird way, uh, see how they react to this situation, but you could kind of already guess how they were going to react from the get-go. And, I mean, Konda got his ass kicked. Yeah! I mean, he nearly died. I mean, but he obviously didn't, and they're not going to. And it's sort of a similar problem that I've had with both times we watched JoJo. I know what's going to happen, and I don't care about it. Because, ultimately, you're going to do whatever you want. And granted, this wasn't as twist-heavy, which I somewhat appreciate, I guess. But nonetheless, it can't pretend, oh, how intense, how emotional it is that these characters are on the brink of death don't you sense the danger don't you sense just how high intensity and how high the stakes are right now of course i don't because they aren't because it doesn't matter you're trying to make it seem like it does when we all know you don't have the balls to kill off one of these characters you don't have the writing ability to be that interesting or creative you have to follow the same goddamn tropes and sure it it handles the tropes fine, not well, but fine. And so if you're just in it for another edgy shonen, sure, watch it. You'll be pleased, as so many people apparently are. But this is the epitome of what I dislike in anime and in shonen, because there's just not much substance there. Ugh. <laughs> uh... Oh, it's been a while, Remington. I've missed this. I've missed your long-winded rants, because I don't have to do shit when you go on rants like these. I am drained physically, mentally, and emotionally. Oh, but Remington, we've been through so much on this podcast together, and especially this uh, particular episode. Like, it, it's a return to form for us, Remington. Old-school bullshit shown in that, while this was in one of the top-tier eras and does have a lot of good qualities to it later on. I agree with you. First uh, couple episodes kind of blow. And I'll be honest, last time I tried rewatching the series uh, for my own personal pleasure, which was like, oh, five, six years ago, I skipped like the first 20 episodes. Yeah, that's perfectly reasonable because there is just not anything here so far. Because even with these first five episodes, sure, things have happened, but also nothing really has that mattered. Events have occurred, but there hasn't been any growth, progress, or significant development. And so, Kira, Andrew, the lovely couple, I want to just say one thing before we end this. I hope, upon all hope, in the sincerest and most compassionate way, that your marriage together is the complete antithesis as this anime is for me. I hope that you can be happy together, that you can love each other, because, frankly, I feel none of that. So if if my pain can bring you pleasure, if my suffering can bring you guys joy, then, then it will have been worth it. But oh dear God.
So you're saying you don't want to come back to this show? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Nope. I would. I would like to never see any more of this ever again. But what if we had another couple be like, "Oh, we want you to do a D Gray Man special." What? This could be our marriage show. No. Anytime somebody gets married, no. then we can come no. back to this show. No. 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 There's 111 episodes, Remington. We could get through it. I, I, I think I wouldn't make it through. I think if tomorrow you said, if we were watching the other 106 episodes of D. Gray Man, I think I would just be done. Uh, not with the podcast, just like with life. <laughs> You'd call it quits right there, would you? Yeah, I, th- I, I don't think there would be much to live for at that point. I don't think I can take 111 episodes of, frankly, any anime, but especially Shonen and especially D. Gray Man. So you're hopping on the boat with Gandalf and the other hobbits and going off to the Easter lands with the elves. That's uh, yeah. it. You're done. I'm Audi. <laughs> Audi 5000. That is Remington on D. Gray Man. Ah, oh, this is everything I hope for, Remington. I knew from the get-go that you were going to despise this show. You know why, Remington? Because young me loved this show. (laughs) And I knew it. I knew as soon as you said that you liked it when you were young that it was going to be trash. And it's pretty trashy. I will say, does it get better? Absolutely. It gets very interesting and it has some fun twists and turns. And that before. The big bads are fun and interesting uh, for the most part. Uh, but I, I'll be honest with you, Remington, while you were talking about death, I looked up how many characters die in this show. I didn't recognize a single one of the characters who die. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't matter! Aside from all the side support characters that we've seen so far, and is the closest thing to a main character that I saw die was, do you care if I spoil it? Oh, I, I mean, I obviously don't, but I'm worried that our listen Here, we'll, we'll censor it, tell me, and they'll just hear my reaction. No! No! God damn it! I don't know the circumstances, but apparently at some point, whether it's in the show or the manga, he's Gonzo. Oh, I'm so, I'm so... All right, listeners, you you don't know, but they're taking away everything that I love from this show, and frankly, it's not much. God damn it. I wish I could tell you how he goes, but honestly, I'd like to leave it a mystery. I want to know for a certain, like, what was going through the writer's head when he thought, you know who I should kill off for a big traumatic moment? (laughs) This guy. People will be so attached and so disappointed. I'll tell you right now, uh, he's usually used for comic relief, and that's it. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna go die now. Oh, but Remington, I do have one final question for you. Uh, Aside from our usual final question, uh, how quickly did you figure out which character I cosplayed from this show? (laughs) Oh, immediately! (laughs) As soon as the awkward, punny nerd comes up, it's pretty apparent who you cosplayed as. I mean, it could have been somebody else. No, but it was, it's obvious. No question. As soon as they started being funny and nerdy, it was so clear. And wildly disorganized. Just everything about them. It's not even a cosplay. You just put on a jacket. (laughs) Uh, Hilariously, that was the cosplay. (laughs) It was the coat. Normal pants, a turtleneck, and a hat. That was literally it. I got the co- the coat from a cheap-ass Chinese shop for $30. It was 
the funniest fucking thing. Oh, and God. the hat they sent with it was like a old school chef's hat. I had to <laughs> shape it into the shape of a beret. It was the funniest fucking thing. And if you had not seen the show before, you thought would have thought I was just some young asshole in a lab coat at an anime convention. It was the funniest fucking thing. And they'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Remington, I think we've beaten this dead horse enough. But Kira and Andrew, thank you so much for the recommendation. This was quite an experience. And we hope that your wedding is as fantastic as always. And to the other person who recommended D. Gray Man, thank you as well. <laughs> appreciate you, but you're not getting married, so you're on the back burner. We still love you, but you're on the back burner. Uh, I'll do another one of your shows to make up for it, I promise. But until then, Remington, would you like to go watch some more D. Gray Man with me? No! Not even a little? Oh, Sean, no! Just another hundred episodes, man? Come on. Oh, Jesus. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the mindless ranting on edgy shonen bullshit, then please do us the biggest favor you can and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or you can send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Speaking of our Twitter, we are actually going to be doing something pretty special. If you want to slide into our DMs, you may be one of the lucky few to get a beta invite to our discord channel if you join us we're gonna chat occasionally we're gonna do some games share a lot of memes and overall it's gonna be a pretty fun time i'm gonna say this right now mr editor uh i don't think you know what slide into our dms mean <laughs> no i think he knows i know oh no <laughs> slide into our dms with all of the terrible fan fiction you can write pretty please oh god we'll need a separate channel that's 18 plus only for fuck's sake <laughs> I mean, fan fiction doesn't need to be sexual, Sean. The one that's been written already, it wasn't. Uh, well, from a certain perspective. <laughs> uh, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, that'll be a thing that'll happen, and... Uh, just as we are bad with Twitter and other social media, we're going to be pretty bad with fucking Discord, too, but we're working on it. But, yeah, if that's a, that's incentive to communicate with us or leave reviews uh, or honestly just spread us by word of mouth, we really appreciate it. Otherwise, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs>